For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Late Time Football. Welcome to our uh, weekly show, a reaction show. Uh, and um, yeah, I haven't done one of these in a while. And uh, we just found out that, uh, well, not just found out, we have known now that uh, Thomas Tuchel has been sacked by Chelsea. And uh, I mean, it's, it's a bit surprising. It's a bit surprising because, uh, I mean, I said it yesterday in the, the shorts video that I, that I did that um, they are Chelsea are in trouble. But not the sort of trouble that you would think, well, Chelsea are not going to be knocked out of the Champions League just yet. They've still got five games to go. Um, and they did beat uh, West Ham, controversially, but they did beat them over the weekend. So, um, you know, it's not like, you know, that they're losing every game. So it's a little bit surprising. And um, you know, the reports that it was that a decision was made even before the, uh, the Zagreb game that they'd already decided they were going to sack him, which always kind of surprises. That's a little bit, it always uh, tenses me up a little bit, that sort of report, because... You know, it just kind of seems, well, it just kind of seems facetious. It's almost to say, well, no, no, you know, it wouldn't have mattered the result. It's, not, you know, that it's almost like owners are trying to say that it's not a knee-jerk reaction, when it probably is. And so, to me, that that's kind of a little bit surprising. As well, keep in mind, if they decided to do it before, the transfer window has just closed and they've spent a massive amount of money for him. So, you know, what what what, what made them decide to sack him was that, the, you know, because he did beat West Ham. It's not like they lost to West Ham, they did beat West Ham. So what exactly was the point or uh, tipping point of, of sacking him? And they, they, they'd already spent so much of money and um, they were trying to sack him. Uh, and, and, you know, and the fact is that they, you know, they've just won a game and not, uh, you know, not exactly had a terminal defeat in the Champions League. So the, the, there are things that are not, uh, that are, that are sort of coming out and, you know, it's, it's, you know, news always comes out and you always have to think as to who's feeding that news, who's, 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 you know, who's leaking that stuff, who's the one who's giving that stuff out. And to me, um, like there's been reports that apparently Tuchel thought Boli didn't get along. They were not talking. Uh, Boli wanted to sign Cristiano Ronaldo. Tuchel refused, and um, you know that that upset the owner because he really wanted Cristiano Ronaldo to come to the club. Um, when you have these sort of situations, then yes, it does become difficult for a relationship to survive. Um, I do feel there is there was a little bit of naivety in the transfer market from Chelsea. I think there was a lot of work that Boli taken on for himself. There was a lot of work that Tuchel had been delegated to. So there was there probably would have been a lot of stress and a lot of um, clash of heads there. Um, results have not helped. I, I think that we have to be clear on that the results have not helped. Um, but you know, when you, when, you, when you spend that much amount of money on, on players like Aubameyang or Fofana, um, you know, Zakaria has come in as well. And so brought new players, you've got to give him at least three or four games just to be able to see, like, can he integrate these new players into the squad? They haven't given him that time. He's literally had one game with, with his new signings. They've lost that one and they've just said, yeah, okay, bye, see you. So um, it makes me think that they probably have a replacement lined up and, um, you know, that and, and that then makes the question as to who's next, right? It's like almost like Goldberg, is it? Who's next? Um, you know, but who's next with Chelsea? You normally don't make a decision like this unless you know who you're bringing in next. And I think they've already made that their minds up as to who's coming in next. And that, that, that to me seems to be the only reason that he's been sacked. Um, there's also talks that the players were unhappy with, with Tuchel. And as a United fan, that always hurts me when I hear those kind of things. Because to me, it's like, well, why are the players, um, you know, why are the players the ones who, who are, you know, trying to influence decisions, right? The player's job is to play. You play, you do your, you do your thing. 
and you don't worry about who's the manager and who the manager is picking and what he's doing. You just do your job. But for some reason, these days, I think players have a lot of influence and a lot of power as to as to who them who like they, they. It's almost like they want to decide who manages them and how he manages them, as opposed to you know doing you know just listening to the manager and doing the job that that needs to be done. So that is a little bit sad as well. Um, but I think that brings us to the question of who's going to be the next manager for Chelsea. And uh, I, I mean, it's 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 a, it's a divisive one, isn't it? Um, I I think there are lots of people who would like Graham Potter. Uh, selfishly, I would say I don't want Graham Potter at Chelsea because I think he's a good manager and, and Chelsea might just do better. And you know, as a rival fan, you don't want your, your rival to get a good manager. Um, the thing about Graham Potter is, I mean, I've always felt that um, English managers need to go abroad. Like they need to go abroad. The Premier League top six is just too cutthroat. I don't think I don't think Potter is going to work at Chelsea. Not because he's a bad manager, but because the patience is not going to be there. I mean, you've seen it now with, with the owner. He's very trigger happy. So. Um, is he going to give Graham Potter the two or three years that he needs to really build a team? That's the thing, right? You when you're at a mid-table club, as long as you keep them stable, you get time. Um, you don't get that at a big club like Chelsea. Chelsea are going to want to build for the future, but they're going to want, want the, the build for the present as well. We saw that with Eric Ten Hag as well. Um, so he's going to have to find a way to get results in the short term with a team that's not his team, but the team that is too unbalanced or imbalanced. Um, you know, they've got too many defenders, they've got too many, uh, you know, they've not got enough strikers, maybe not got enough midfielders, maybe. So he's going to have to build something quickly because he's going to have to get results in the short term while, you know, thinking about how he's going to build in the long term. So that, I don't know if Potter can manage that. And so therefore, I feel right now he's got a good thing going at Brighton. He's got to stay there. Maybe if he wants to make the step up, he's got to think about, I, I feel Potter should try to go abroad before he goes to a big six club because that pressure that is, is immense. He's got to try to go abroad maybe. But, um, you know, sometimes the lure is a lot. I mean, you know, being a, being a manager, an English manager for a big six club, doesn't happen a lot. I think Lampard is the only other one who's managed to do it in the last few years. I don't think anybody else. I don't think, I mean, Rogers, I think, and Lampard are the only two British managers in the top six uh, clubs for a long, long time. I don't, I don't think, you know, I can't remember the last time that any of the big six clubs had had a British manager since uh, post-Ferguson, uh, aside from uh, Lampard and, and Rogers. So, um, it it is uh, it is it is a it is a big lure and it is a, it is a big moment of prestige to be able to, to to say that. So I think Potter might be might be tempted by that, but I hope he says no. Uh, the other option, and I and I think the more realistic option for Chelsea is Pochettino. Uh, and I and I, the reason for that I think is because um, again you've got to look look at the point that um, they're trying to secure a big name. If if you sack the manager this quickly, it means you already identified someone you want to take over. You don't you don't generally um, identify Graham Potter because he's all he's at Brighton now he's got a release clause and you've got to talk to him but um, you don't generally talk to him after you start the manager you talk to him before you start the manager and the only person that they can do that with is is Mauricio Pochettino so for me I feel like it's it's tilting towards Pochettino but uh, is he the right manager for Chelsea probably not he's not I, 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 I just don't think Pochettino is a big, big name, is a big manager, like a big club manager anymore. I just, I think this time at Spurs, uh, towards the end, what happened there, this time at PSG, I think has exposed his limitations. So I'd be surprised if Chelsea went for him, but they might decide to go for him because they might think, well, you know, this is a big name guy. He's managed in the Premier League before. He's, uh, you know, he's managed, he's just come off of managing PSG, winning titles with PSG. So they might look at that uh, and go, yeah, he's a good fit. So that, that, that is an opportunity. That's an option. Um, but I think those are the realistic ones. And some people have mentioned other names as well, um, the, the Desco and uh, you know uh, other guys as well, Zidane as well. I don't think those are happening. Um, it is this not happening because those those are not uh, Zidane's not coming to Chelsea. Um, he's gonna want to manage. It's he wants he's waiting for the funds job. So I, I don't think that's gonna happen. If he didn't go to PSG, he's not going to Chelsea. 
Like then let's just be clear on that. So um yeah, so so I, I think those are the top two front runners for me. And I'd be surprised if there was anybody else who was who was appointed aside from these two. Um, but for me, I, I think Chelsea might. I mean, I'm sure that the the, the, the prospect of Potter is tempting. I hope Pros Potter rejects them. I, for his own for the sake of his own career, I hope he rejects them. But uh, you know, the, the, and for that reason, I feel like Pochettino is a likely appointment. But we shall see what happens. Uh, on on Tuchel, I mean, there's a lot there. You know, won the Champions League with Chelsea. There's a lot of good stuff. I think the football at the end got a little bit negative, and I think we have to point that out as well. As much as the decision is shocking, shocking as much as it is knee-jerk, as much as it's probably going to be any more time, the reality is the results have not been good for a while. The performances have not been good for a while. And uh, while it might have been coming anyway, I, th I think the timing su uh, such, but I think it, the, the decision was not something that was entirely unexpected because I think it was coming uh, and it was going to happen at some point. You just felt like things were unraveling. So anyway, all the best to Tushal. I hope he does well. Uh, let me know in the comments. What did you think about uh, Tushal's way at Chelsea? Do you think the sacking was deserved? Do you think um, things could have been handled differently? Let me know what you think. It was obviously up to hear from you guys. Uh, do remember to, uh, to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Always appreciate your support. We're getting close to 200 subscribers. So please do, uh, please do subscribe so you can uh, help us reach that milestone. And of course, we're going to do a couple of videos today as well, uh, post-Champions Day games. So do subscribe so you can go and get notified as soon as those videos drop. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.